This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today we are actually cooking people, and we We're are... actually cooking people? <laughs> I knew this. I... <laughs> your, your cannibalistic tendencies, you've been hinting at it for, for months now, We're and now it all comes out. Actually you cooking... served me people. Comma people. Um, anyway, no. We're we... cooking common people? Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God, this is okay. Do you know the pulp song Common People? I think so. Okay. I think I would know it, maybe not by name, but by sound. Yeah, it's one of my all time favorite songs. Anyway, today we're talking about carrots. Oh, yes. Which is a very common vegetable. Yeah, yeah, it's the food of the common people. It is the food right up there with potatoes. Okay. Right down there with potatoes. Right, yes, down in the ground. Yes. Uh, Now, before we start, Molly, you you know, you're. All too familiar with my trademark rants, right? Am I ever? <laughs> I mean, as as you may have noticed, I haven't been making a lot of TV appearances recently, and it's because it's because they know I'm a loose cannon. They they don't know when mm-hmm. I'm going to go off. Mm-hmm. And this episode inspired what what could be my most fiery rant yet. Oh wow! I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna sit back away from the mic so that I don't get any any licked by any flames. Exactly. Um, don't get licked by anything. <laughs> Okay, so how do we usually start the show when we're when we're doing uh, a produce item with bad jokes? Uh, yes, but specifically with an heirloom produce name. Yes, quit, oh, that's right? right. Right. However, we don't have one today, and you know why we don't have one? Why, Matthew? Because I went online looking for heirloom carrot names, and they were extremely disappointing. I mean, we were talking about carrots, you know, after white asparagus, probably the most phallic vegetable. Yeah. There was not a magnum bonum in the bunch. Carrot horticulturalists of America and the world. Get your heads back in the gutter. Thank you. Exactly. The best one I found was early horn, which is admittedly is pretty funny. It's but that was, funny. but like that was, it was way downhill from there. Isn't there like Thumbelina or something? something? Yeah, but yeah. is that, is that funny? It's not funny. Not really. Not funny. Anyway, so get get your early horn on, and uh, by by this time next year, I want I want plant breeders to come up with some some new carrots with like super nasty names. And if you have to resort to like you know horrible uh, mutations and and genetic engineering, and um, oh yeah, we're all for that. You know, if you clearly. have to if you have to source material from other planets 
or or like Russian warlords or whatever. Just get on it. Okay. Uh, so Matthew, you know, we also often begin shows with a little trip down memory lane. Yes. So let's 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 trip down memory lane. Let's trip. Hey, hey, did you eat carrots growing up? Did I? <laughs> Tell me all about it. Um, I remember a lot of carrot sticks. Me um, too. Hey, my mom always put salt on carrot sticks. Interesting. I don't think mine did. I, I think I would remember that. Like, I picture my mom, actually, I, I picture her sprinkling salt on a carrot. This, I mean, that's this is just what she did day in and day I out. I always picture my mom. No, just kidding. Not really. But anyway, uh, no. I mean, uh, it makes them weep a little bit. Sure. So you wouldn't want to do that if you were going to put them in a baggie to send, you know, in your kid's lunch. But boy, a carrot stick with a little salt. If you sprinkle salt on me, it also makes me weep a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that, that does sound good. I don't know that I've ever particularly done that. I, I really enjoy just kind of like crunching into a carrot stick. Do um, you peel it or not peel it? I do peel it. I do too. I, th- I think it tastes better. Yeah, and I love, there's something about the geometry of a carrot stick. Like it has that, that wedge-shaped cross-section. You yeah. know, you have to cut the carrot into quarters. It's uh, it's just perfect somehow, and I really I really enjoy a raw carrot. Like that's the main way I remember eating carrots as a kid. You know, I remember carrots in soup sometimes, um, and I'm sure roasted carrots probably. But really, my main memory is of raw carrots. And still to this day, like when I'm prepping carrots and I get down like near the end, I'll just bite off the rest of the carrot. Wow, that's that's my little that's treat living. in the kitchen. Yeah, Woo. exactly. You know, I uh, like I was saying, I also ate my fair share of carrot sticks. However, I also remember when we got our first microwave, it came with this white, hard plastic bowl with a lid that you were to use for your microwave cookery. And it also came with a uh, little cookbook. And I remember I was just old enough to use a knife on my own at this point. I mean, that was just yesterday. But um, anyway, uh, I remember yesterday, I remember cutting the carrot into coins like the recipe told me yeah. to and adding a little bit of butter and maybe a little bit of salt and that was it putting the lid on it and putting it in the microwave and that was like my carrots I was so proud of my carrot recipe and I can still taste it actually like I remember thinking wow I'm really cooking now I, I'm filled with joy just just imagining this Is- <laughs> Are there, are there other... This was the beginning of my illustrious career. Is that, is that recipe in your, in your book? Oh, yes. Yeah. And actually, uh, like a couple years ago when I was snooping around in my mom's kitchen cabinets, I found that same old white thing. Oh. I think she still has it. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I tease you, but like that base, that recipe basically is in one of my books. It's true. And we're, it we're getting there. It is. But are, you don't do it in the microwave. I, I don't. Like, uh... They what's what's the beginning of the bumper sticker that ends blanks do it in the microwave <laughs> <laughs> carrots uh, people people from the eighties um, hey did you ever microwave a potato to get a baked potato that was um, not baked no oh I remember doing that too I guess boy I guess we really embraced microwave cookery in my household. I've I, used the word cookery twice in this episode, three times now. That's great. It's like that's, more than I've ever used it in my life. That was highly recursive. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I definitely enjoyed it when we got a microwave, and I was really excited about it, but mostly I used it to like heat up frozen stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that everybody in the house except me did. I, I think that, you know... You were you were the, the I was, microwave queen. I was the microwave queen. I was real pumped about that microwave cookbook. <laughs> Right? Did you see this thing? This thing online that people were talking about, like probably like a year ago now, that was uh, the saddest cookbook ever: microwave cooking for one. No, that sounds that's, that that's, sounds that's the whole joke so right there. Sad. And, so sad, and I think I think it was real. 
are there other vegetables that get sliced into what is what are described as coins? I mean, I know I know there are, but I I never hear them called coins. Yeah. Maybe it's because of the alliteration. Yeah, no, like zucchini could be a coin, sure. cucumber, but nobody calls them coins. No, and I, I think it's also because carrots are orange, you know, like pennies kind of. Mm-hmm. And because they're actually legal tender in some jurisdictions. You know, Brandon has this <laughs> I'm just going to look over that. <laughs> oh, good. I thought, no, I thought you were transitioning it to, into a story that was go- going to uh, confirm that, yeah, that no, carrots Brandon are in fact legal tender. Yeah, no, just carries a bunch of coins around in his pocket, just but they're actually carrot. carrot coins. Oh, is that a carrot in your pocket? Or they're you just extremely to quiet me? coins. You know how most men have like rustling coin pockets? Brandon's are so quiet. Wait, is that, tr- is that true? Most men have rustling coin pockets? Like they're jingling? I think if it is like a like an older man thing. Oh, okay. Rustling coin pockets. You said most. Most older men. Okay. Um, a demographic you will join soon, my good friend. Oh, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. I learned I learned how to text multiple people like two days yesterday. ago. Yeah, no, yes, it, it was, was yesterday. yesterday. Okay. Anyway, no, what I was going to say is that Brandon has this real aversion to carrot coins. If I'm cutting up carrots for a soup and I have like some small carrots from, you know, the farmer's market or something, those little skinny ones, I'll just cut them into coins and, you know, put them in my soup. Yeah. Brandon, for some reason, like hates that. He wants them like either diced or cut into, you know, like quarters, like you were saying. Right. Do you have any shape aversions? I don't have any shape aversions. I like carrot coins. You know, as as you said, I keep them in my pocket at all times. (laughs) I guess probably my favorite carrot shape is the is the roll cut. Um, you know oh, where you where you oof, you, you cut so it at fancy. an angle, you roll it a quarter turn, you cut it at the same angle, and you keep doing that, and you get very consistent size. I like the idea of it. However, I always just sort of get a little lazy with the quarter turn part, and I'm always just like, whatever, turn it, turn it, turn it, like you know. And so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you say it instead of doing it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I turn it into a wrap. Yeah. Just turn it, turn, <laughs> turn, it, turn, it, turn it. I want to see that. I'm imagining this video of like like you like like um you, exactly. Exactly. It's it's like you've got the carrot. You're using the carrot as you would scratching a, scratching a record. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrific. We're gonna post that video. Molly's gonna Molly's gonna produce that video. We're gonna post that. Great. Okay. Let's let's keep moving here. Okay. Do you remember? Uh, I I feel like when we were kids, the the processed baby carrots were not quite on the scene yet. Yeah, I remember those. Oh, and like, I I bought some for us to crunch during this episode. Great. Um, I I do not remember those being on the scene as, uh, when I was a kid, and um, I think they're a fairly new thing. And whoa, have they ever taken the old grocery store by storm? What are these? I mean, am I correct that this is just like a bigger carrot that's been whittled down in a machine? Yeah, they. Um, I don't even know if it's a machine. It might be like an old whittler. Uh, maybe. An old, old, old bunch of old men with rustling coin pockets yes, sitting with- around a fire whittling carrots. Oh, this is this is so uh, charming. <laughs> um. I'm going to so, open the bag because I've always felt like the texture and flavor. No, I don't think they're very good, but I good. figured we had to get some and we had to crunch them on the show. And the smallest bag I could get was two pounds. Oh my gosh. I think they roast up pretty good. I think you mean pretty well, Matthew. Eh, no. Wow, this is almost like translucent. It just looks wrong. Yeah. I don't know. It's not bad. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, if I come across like the... Why do people like these, though? The crudite platter that has like raw broccoli and like a bell pepper that's gotten kind of dried out and these I'll go for these first. Yeah, but why do people buy these? <laughs> Basically, if it's a choice between this and garbage. <laughs> I'll these. I mean, it's so easy to get a carrot and bite into it. Don't you really you don't have to peel it. I just think it tastes better. 
But, like, what's the deal with this BS? I'm calling BS on this. I hate these. Hmm. It sounds... <laughs> it sounds like I'm I'm choking to death on a carrot. Um, did you hear my tiny little carrot rant I just did there? I I did. I was yeah. I was I was really impressed. It, you're gonna you're gonna find it tough out there getting work once <laughs> once the word of this rant gets around. Once this gets leaked on the internet. Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Did you hear Molly Weisenberg's carrot rant? Like she went she, off. She, that girl went off. She is filled with rage. I know. We, I, Think we're we're gonna have to like take her off our evite? <laughs> oh, I just spit <laughs> carrot across the room. Yeah, um, that's cool. Um, yeah, no, these aren't very good. Um, I, I see the I see the convenience appeal because you know as a as a snack food, like I can see myself just kind of reaching into the bag and just pulling out baby carrots and going to town in a mindless sort of way. I, I guess what I'm saying is yes, that's a baby carrot in my pocket, and I am happy to see you. Uh, um, Moving right along. Okay, so look, I said it. I always hey, say, yeah, it. yeah. No, that's um, that's my thing. That's my tagline. <laughs> that's great. Moving that's... right along, Molly. <laughs> what is what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it means you're fast. Oh, I am. Okay, so there's many ways to cook a carrot. I feel like with a lot of like as with a lot of the produce that we talk about on the show, I kind of get into a rut and do the same things over and over. So maybe you can like help me expand my carrot repertoire as okay. it were. Tell me about it, Matthew. You know, I do the thing that I did today. So let me let me talk about what I made today. So maybe we'll start there. Um I made sauteed cumin ginger carrot coins. And it is loosely based on this uh, recipe that I tried to find online and amazingly could not find anymore on the internet, but it was from Chowhound years ago. And it was from Chowhound founder Jim Leff, who basically said he didn't really like the the texture or flavor of stewed carrots, so he wanted to come up with a sautéed carrot recipe that would minimize those fla- that flavor and texture and bring mm. out a different flavor and texture. And so mm. basically what you do is you cook the carrots covered with just a little bit of butter and water. Uh, until they're tender enough, uh-huh. uh, and it gives them, it you know, gives them kind of more of a bright flavor and not that uh, stewy flavor. Mm-hmm. And then I I took it from there and just threw in a little cumin and scallions and ginger and that's and salt and that's it. Mm, it's really really nice. And yeah, your carrots were perfectly cooked. Um, I make that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, what else do you do with carrots? Uh, I roast them uh, either if they're like slender, uh, like farmers market car- baby ish carrots. I'll just roast them whole, maybe with a little bit of the greens on them. And any anything besides just olive oil and salt? Pepper usually. I like a little maple syrup in there. Um, just, that sounds just good. The tiniest bit. Um, I always have that on hand. Mm-hmm. And I stir fry them. Mm-hmm. I, I have this. I have this like phobia involving carrots, which is that sometimes I will, especially roasting, um, and especially if they're being roasted at the same time as another vegetable, I hate it when carrots come out like somewhere in between raw and cooked. Yeah, like where where they still have that raw flavor to them, but they're sort of getting mushy on the outside. It's like it's the worst thing. Yeah, I feel for you. It's literally the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I have this thing where, you know, I, I enjoy roasted carrots, but I don't like them that much. Even if I'm starting with a great carrot and even if I, you know, do a little maple syrup to kind of have this like sweet kind of salty, you know, caramelization on them, I still just feel like especially leftover. Like I will often roast a bunch of vegetables and then like eat the rest for lunch tomorrow. Okay. I find that they, I really don't like the taste the next day. Like, ugh. Mm. It gets this super earthy kind of, you know how carrots sometimes have a bitter taste? Yes. If they're not 
like the best carrots in the world. Yeah. Even the best carrots like, in the world like to these me, ones, yeah, these baby carrots will often wind up with like a little bit of kind of a bitter like dirt flavor the next day. So so just roast enough to eat now. I guess. I guess, but I kind of like to be efficient in my cookery and you know, uh, I'm a big fan of leftovers. Yeah, I really enjoy a roasted carrot and I especially my favorite way to enjoy a roasted carrot is with fondue. Really? Yes. I thought you were joking. I'm not joking at all. I make I So you would roast it and then dip it in cheese. Absolutely. And we we have fondue like at least once a month during the winter, sometimes twice. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Will you invite me over the next time you do fondue? Yeah. I was born in the seventies too. Really? Oh my god, we should get together and make fondue. Okay. Okay. Let's let's get together and make sweet fondue. (laughs) Woo woo. Um no, okay. Here are some things that I like doing with carrots. So one of my favorite carrot methods is something that I learned from my host mother in France. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Her name was Quarantine. Sounds sounds like Quarantine. Let me say that again. Well, if it were, if I were speaking French, I would say Quarantine. No, it still sounds like quarantine. Whatever. Quarantine. She was a wonderful cook and she (laughs) didn't do a lot of roasting. She did a lot of like just cooking on the stovetop in a skillet, whether it was like zucchini or carrots or what have you. But with (laughs) her. Or a whole turkey. Or a whole turkey. You just she would just stand there and just every five minutes <laughs> just just turn just it by turn hand it. quarter turn <laughs> turn it turn it turn mm-hmm. it anyway she had a um her sort of basic method for carrots was that she would cut up an onion or a shallot get that started in a little bit of butter or olive oil add a little bit of garlic once the onion was softened and then um, a few sprigs of fresh thyme. And then she would just chuck in a whole bunch of carrot coins, stir it up. And once the carrots looked like they were starting to cook, she would put a lid on it and kind of um, let it all cook slowly together so that the onions got really caramelized. Ooh. It was, it's quite good. It, it, I especially like it if at the very end you add like a little tiniest splash of apple cider vinegar to brighten it up. I was just going to say, it first of all, very sweet. First of all, I think that recipe should be called. Uh, carrots quarantine. <laughs> uh, and secondly, um, I thought my dish today um, could have used like a little squeeze of lemon or a splash of vinegar at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Anyway, uh, the, the recipe for her carrots is on my blog. Maybe we can link to oh, it. Oh, okay. I was going to ask. And uh, I also like making carrots into a pureed soup, you know, like maybe with some fennel. Oh, mm. that's really good. Just a super basic carrot fennel soup. I also like putting them in a sandwich, as we discussed on the sandwich yes, episode. which apparently is going to come up every week. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Shredded <laughs> Carrot Sandwich podcast. Um, or I put them in a salad. And this, too, is a real French thing to do, like, a carrot salad. Ooh, ooh. Would you please – could your next book be called A Real French Thing to Do? You can you can <laughs> interpret that however you want. Just please use the title. Whew, it is going to be steamy. Mm-hmm. Speaking so, of which, steamed carrots. No, please no, continue. No, no, no. Um, anyway, uh, basically, if you've got like a julienne blade on your Cuisinart, which I don't – but I some people have them. Like the disc with the little the grater disc, holes? With the, yeah. with the, not with the grater holes, but with like a julienne hole. There, it's a little different. Julienne. It looks okay. a little different. I, I think I know what you mean. So it's going to cut it into like little... Matchsticks Matchsticks. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, in France, you'll find a salad made... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
No, no, no. I, I was. It wasn't that I was laughing at the fact that you mentioned France. I mean, maybe it was twenty percent that, but it was eighty percent that I'm just imagining. Like when you like. Let me finish the sentence. Okay. Everywhere you will see this carrot salad. It comes like prepackaged in grocery store deli sections. All this kind of stuff. Anyway, huh. basically, it's usually some kind of oil, uh, vinegar, or lemon juice, salt, and carrots. Um, I like to add the tiniest bit of, of raw garlic, like not enough that you taste it. You could also use a mustard in the vinaigrette, but you don't need it. Anyway, just that, like, you know, grated carrots or matchstick carrots, whatever you want to call them with dressing. So delicious. It was really great. Like wonderful acidity to it. I did not notice the raw garlic. That's not what I'm talking about. What? The salad. That's not the thing you made? The salad Arr. you just made. I didn't make it. The salad you just ate. Even better. Is a different version of oh. a carrot salad. It comes from the blog Smitten Kitchen. Oh, I've heard of it. And it is a raw carrot salad with harissa, mint, and feta. Ah, and that sounds more familiar. It's so easy and super smart. Basically, you um, you put some olive oil in a skillet and you add cumin seeds, caraway seeds, a little bit of garlic, harissa, paprika, Cook it a little bit till it's fragrant. Dump that over some grated mm. carrots and then add chopped fresh parsley and mint and feta. And it is so good, especially you have to let it sit for like an hour. Okay. So it really gets impregnated with that <laughs> spice oil. Oh, and I, I should mention there's lemon juice in there too. Uh, that that uh, would explain that uh, bracing acidity that I just described when I thought I was talking about that salad. Yes. Did it? Uh, so it it uh, it marinated like on in your car on the way over here. It did. It okay. did actually. Um, it's been marinating. It marinated for like an hour and a half. So yeah, marinated. Then I added the fresh herbs and the feta, and there you go. So like the last step in that recipe is is put it in your put car in and your drive car. to my house. Yeah, put it in your car and drive across <laughs> okay. Seattle. See you in an hour, listeners. Uh, anyway, we'll link to that recipe too. May I ask an embarrassing question? Yes. Not a not a personal question, although that could be coming up. I have eaten harissa, and I know what it tastes like, and I like it, but I don't know if it's like something you buy in a jar, or if it's a powder, or if it's something you make. I honestly don't know. Oh, it is. Um, it's basically like a like a uh, a paste made from chilies and and spices and stuff. Um, I am no expert on it. You can definitely buy it in a jar, or you can make it. It's very easy to make. Okay. What I used today is some harissa that we made at Delancey. It keeps in the fridge for a long time. It's got enough oil in it and stuff that it it, it is pasty and it, it keeps it's, well it's in the fridge. It's pasty and tasty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, I'm sure you could Google and find a good recipe, Matthew, or you could just buy it. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I will buy it. Two, I think two more things, and then and then we are out of here. Number one, we, we didn't talk really about, like, different varieties of carrots. You know, you see, like, different... Yeah, who different- cares? <laughs> no, no, I go ahead. Do you mean, like, different colors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I mean different colors and, like, and different shapes, too. There's, like, like the, like the ox hard carrots that are, that are oh. um, you know, short and stubby and fat. And, uh, and yeah, there's, like, white carrots. And, Getting more and, and more phallic all the purple time. Purple carrots. The white carrots, not only are they phallic, but, like, um, I, I always mistake them for parsnips and, like, uh, you know, go up to the farm stand, like, hey, give me some of those parsnips. And they're like, those aren't actually parsnips. Those are carrots. I don't know that I'm familiar with white carrots. I'm familiar with yellow ones. There are white carrots. Trust me. Huh. Okay. Okay. I, I trust you. Do you think that the color 
makes a difference in the flavor. I don't not. I have never really noticed that it does. Okay. Um, I do. I like the purple carrots. I think they look awesome. I don't think they taste any different. Carrots are um, one of those things that I really feel firmly about buying firm carrots at the farmer's market or organic. Like I really think organic carrots taste better. And I think that, I mean, there are reasons for that, right? I mean, if you're not putting fertilizer in the soil, I think they don't absorb as much water out of the soil. I have no idea if that's true or not, but let's take your word for it. You know, let's ask some people to weigh in and tell me how stupid I am. Anyway, here's here's something, here's something that you'll enjoy. Yes. Um, Did you know that in Japan, carrots are giant? No. Uh, You go to the supermarket in Japan, you'll buy a carrot that's like a foot and a half or two feet long and like three inches in diameter. They're insane. Sometimes purple, usually orange. Is it woody on the inside? No. No, it's just delicious. It's just a delicious giant carrot. It's a delicious giant carrot because people don't really eat them raw as, as, as carrot sticks very much. I mean, you can pickle them. Um, oh, but yeah, they'll be like cut up pickled carrots. Oh yeah. Pickled so carrots good. are really good. They're really good. You definitely need to allow a decent amount of time though for the brine to sort Well, of... it depends though. Cause, cause, uh, you know, we've talked about a couple times, oh, the, Vietnamese. Uh, the Vietnamese carrot and daikon pickle, That's like in our pickle. Bon Mi episode mm-hmm. and, uh, the one with the pickle massaging. I'm doing it with my the hands. The pickle massaging. Yes. I, that's a great recipe. We should link really to that is. too. Okay. We okay. can do that. Ooh, so many um, things to link to. And finally, when we were doing research for this episode, I came across this recipe that is possibly the scariest thing I've seen on the internet. Do you mean the holiday carrot pudding? That's what I mean. It kind of looked like an organ, a bunch of organs ground up in a jar. Yes, it's like the the organ transplant didn't go so well, and here's and here's the discards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll link to that also. Okay. All right. Well, um, this has been this has been a, a, a yet another rant filled episode of Spilled yeah. Milk. Oh, Ooh. you know what I want to say? Happy New Year, everybody! Oh, Happy New Year! Happy 2015! Woohoo! Or are we calling it 2015? I think I think that's uh, it's for all of us to decide for them for ourselves. Okay, it's all it's for all of us to decide for themselves. Great. <laughs> Okay, well, you can find us online uh, at spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we'll be posting some recipes and links and stuff from today. Yep, we'll post a picture of this bag of baby carrots, Mm -hmm. for example, Mm -hmm. um, possibly with my Christmas tree in the background. And we'll post, uh, yeah, those recipes, the thing you just said. We'll do that. thanks. And uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast, where you can uh, tell uh, uh, Molly all about uh, organic carrot growing methods. Please do. And uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Did I say that weird? (laughs) It's fine. All right. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that is inevitably going to do a show about cooking humans very soon. (laughs) I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterbert. Input levels. Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.